Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Everyone, welcome into all sports talk. Jeff Jordan uh, and I chuckling, Tim Tackett with you, along with Jeff, uh, on a question that I asked him right before we come on the air. And uh, we'll get to that, Jeff, in, in a little while when I get you on the spot for sure. You love to do that anyway. <laughs> I love to do that anyway. Is it, correct. Uh, Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Calvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. And Jeff, good yes. weekend, I hope, a good week. Very nice, yes. No no, uh, no real problems. Watch the Masters some and, you know. You, you a golfer at all? Oh, not anymore. Were you a golfer at all before you were? Well, <laughs> a good golfer, no. A golfer, yes, frequent. <laughs> Sound like me. Um, um, but I think back issues have taken care of that. Okay. Well, the Masters, as such, uh, since you brought it up, we'll, we'll go there first. Uh, we talk very little golf on this ch- on this radio show, but certainly the Masters is a story every year, for sure. It just it is a beautiful sight to look on the television and see, see that golf course. I've not been on it before. People that have just rave about. Uh, yes, it's every bit as nice as they claim that it is. But the, the tournament, as it's been in many years, becomes a Tiger Invitational. Even uh, in this case where he didn't win, still uh, gets a lot of the press, and, and that angsts some people and makes a lot of people happy. But your, your thoughts on the Masters this past four days? Well, first of all, you're, you're right about the course itself. Um, my, my son-in-law wrote for tickets. You have to apply for tickets. And um, – he did it for years and finally got four tickets uh, to uh, practice round and the um, par three tournament right. that they have the day before the opens. And so we went down, spent the day, and um, uh, it's it's just it's just stunning. Now um, I, I think there is some resentment uh, and and always has been. It may not be as bad now as it was. Because now with with Tiger, you're talking about his mostly off the field stuff, his health, his physical problems, his car wreck, all you know, and people are kind of rooting for him a little bit, to maybe to come from behind and, and and overcome all that stuff. So he's getting a lot of press for that reason. And then there's the golf, you know, where he was just it was a time when he was probably the best ever, I guess. Um, and they surely followed him this weekend, boy. I'm telling you what, every shot uh, they 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 followed him as well as other golfers. But they, they wanted you to know until he sort of fell out of 
contention after the second round. He was pretty much done. Well, I can kind of give a reason from a personal standpoint for that. My wife, who knows nothing about golf, she does understand what the Masters is, and she certainly knows who Tiger Woods is. Jeff, she sat and watched the Masters a good bit because Tiger was on it. She, if he wasn't there, there is no chance she'd been watching that thing. Well, you know, my wife came in and, and watched some, and she came in uh, Sunday, I guess, after church, and she was just standing there, and she said, well, where, where is Tiger? And I said, I have no idea. Uh, he hadn't even teed off yet. And she sat down, and she said, well, I'm going to sit here until, <laughs> until I find out where Tiger is. And I said, well, he's near the bottom. I can tell you that much. And she said, well, we'll wait and see where he Well, of course, he was 41st or something at well, that point. Well, the, the bottom of the t- top half, because you, you if you're on the bottom half, you don't get in to play Saturday and Sunday. So right. to make the cut, oftentimes at the Masters is a, is a channel itself. Jeff, it puts the other players in an awkward situation because they understand when Tiger's there, so much talk, uh, photographs, this energy is going to be spent toward him, not with them. The other side of the coin is they know if Tiger's not there, that energy may not be there for them anyway. And the energy that uh, is generated by Tiger uh, seems to uh, exhilarate even the players that, uh, that aren't getting the Tiger cheer, so to speak. Well, he had to – I think there were a lot of goals that he set for himself. And, and certainly, one. Well, first of all, he, he said, could he win the tournament? He said, yes, he could. Um, uh, well, okay, I, I guess he could have, I, I suppose. He did have a chance. Um, but he was also lo- looking to see uh, uh, how far – if he could walk, and they have to walk, as you know. Sure. Uh, and uh, it's six miles a day. Well, for me, or maybe even you, it'd be a lot farther than that because we'd be going from side to side to side. <laughs> That's for a golfer that hits it down the middle, right? I might make it. Uh, <laughs> I might make it around one time, but <laughs> the second day, I don't know what I could do. Well, he had to do the second day, and the third day, and the fourth day. He wanted to make the cut. He did that, um, and uh, you know, I mean, he. I think too. I've never been a particular Tiger, you know, fan, but follower. Yes, you you can't hardly help but follow him. I mean, you you know you you're always curious as to how bad he did or how well he did. I mean, you just um, and he is has been a phenomenal golfer. And I don't know whether he can get that back or not. You know, I've heard politicians <clears throat> use this statement before. Talk bad about me, talk good about me, just talk about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. And uh, I think that's kind of where Tiger is and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was clear. Second day, didn't shoot as well. The first day wore on him some. Third day, didn't shoot as, as well as he did the time before. So getting through the first round was a huge accomplishment for sure for a person that was not expected maybe to ever walk regularly again, certainly not to play golf. But Jeff, the time he got day Saturday and Sunday, his body had just given up. Yes, that's true. But I think that's right. And and on the first day, um, he shot a seventy-one, which was one under par, uh, which is an unbelievable score, really. By the way, uh, but he had one putt lip out, and he had a he had another putt that stopped just inches from the hole. If those two had gone in, he'd have been in the sixties. Mm-hmm. And and and. I think the best round for that first round was 68. Well, he'd have had a 69. Now, maybe others can say the same thing I, 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 about their round. I don't know. But my point was he, he could compete, and he, he, will, be, he will be competing, I think, for 
quite some time. He is, however, 46, which puts him two years older, I think, than Nicholas was when he was the oldest guy to win it. So, you know, it, it's... So he's not just battling the car wreck and the yeah. back that he's got and the leg that he's got. He's the, the thing that everybody has to fight once in a while. You and I both know, without question, that Father Time always wins. He's unbeaten. Eventually. 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 He, even Tom, Tom Brady has put it off about as far as most people can do it, right? Tom will lose as well, but it may not be right now. <laughs> Evidently, it's not. By the way, guilty is charged. Mm. You and I both. What are we talking about? The winner of the Masters, or are we talking about Tiger? <laughs> well, both. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a, a, an amazing place. I mean, it is just absolutely stunning. That golf course. Well, let's uh, stay with pro sports for just a minute, and then we'll take mm. our first break. Okay. Reds and Braves. My Reds, your Braves this weekend in uh, Truist Park, Field, whatever it's called there. Huge crowds in Atlanta. They're drawing so well there. Uh, Reds come out of that with a 2-2 two and two record. Now, there's 158 more games to play, so who knows what it's going to be. Right. But uh, as a Reds fan, you've got to be a little encouraged. As a Braves fan, you're not discouraged by 2-2. Two and two. It's, it's a long way to go, but uh, uh, I'm, glad, I'm just glad baseball's back. Well, yes. Uh, I mean, we need it. We we, we surely do. Um, there, there there are many many cases in 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 the United States history, I guess, probably other countries too, where sports have really helped the environment and the conversation and what people are concentrating on, or can get a little relief from the bad stuff that's happening. And boy, there's some bad stuff happening. One good thing I noticed yesterday was that the, our new first baseman, Matt Olson. Had three hits yesterday, so I don't know how Freddie's doing in Los Angeles. Don't but, you know? Do, do, he, do you care? He, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that's going to come up in conversation too. We've got a caller. We're oh. going to keep it fairly brief because we are up against the break. But go ahead with the call. How's it going, Tim? Everything's good. I just, I just want to say I don't know if y'all saw it or not, but uh, uh, Colin Snyder got his first uh, major league win for Riverdale guy. He made the Kansas City Royals opening day roster. Did y'all see that? I did not see that. Yeah, he made the uh, he made their opening day rosters. Here's over the weekend. I forget which game it was they played, but uh, they won. I know it was an extra innings, and he got, he got the when he got the win in relief. So I forget what any any game. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. That's good. They, and they won in extra innings. I know. I'm not sure. I mean, if there was ten or eleven or what, but they uh, they won the uh, won the ball game. They were playing the Guardians. This, first series that they uh, the Guardians over. that's it's going to be hard for me to get used to yeah I saw it on TV yesterday and it's going to be hard for me to get used to Guardians too I just call them the Indians and move on <laughs> go ahead Jeff I'm sorry yeah so what did you think of the Braves rings did you see the ring stuff this weekend what did you think of the rings they had uh, I, I did see some pictures last night uh, uh, and uh, I, I saw I saw you could get a, a replica of the Braves win uh, a ring championship ring the replica was twenty five thousand. Well, I, I thought the, the picture or the replica the, itself. The the the, the, the that replica <laughs> ring. <Okay. laughs> well, I, I thought they were having some kind of not not the ballpark a replica ring. Not about that. Maybe they're not. I don't know. That's what I. That's what it sounded like they were saying over the weekend. But I'm not sure if that's hundred percent right. But but uh, I saw the uh, I saw yes a little bit of yesterday's game and they went in there and uh, gave the broadcasters. Well, I guess they were shocked they got one. I don't know why they were shocked about it, but they were all shocked they were getting one. They couldn't believe it. I don't know why Kerry was. I mean, 
you know, why he was so shocked about his, his whole family's announced baseball for years. I don't know why he's so shocked, but they were just shocked they had got a ring from the Braves. But um, I just want to tell you all about Snyder, and I know Middle had a good weekend against Marshall, so I'll hang up with We'll Thank talk you. about that in a little bit later. Thank you for the call. We're going to take a break, and we'll come right back and talk about Middle Tennessee and baseball right after this. Hey fellas, still need your annual health exam? I personally recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment, where they check all your levels. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and an office visit with their medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Seems like everyone's keeping it local these days. Why not keep your finances local too? First Bank offers Middle Tennesseans a full array of financial products and services, just like the big guys, with better benefits. When local people help local people, the entire community wins. Let us turn your financial needs into financial solutions. Visit any of our convenient locations or find us online at firstbankonline.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan back with you on All Sports Talk. Jeff, uh, Middle Tennessee baseball this weekend. Those two and uh, a doubleheader sweep yesterday against Marshall to win the series two or three. They're seven and five in the league. Uh, I think that's about fourth place out of 14 teams. Uh, at this point in time, a pretty good shot going on. Yeah, I think so. Um, we, we've got a lot of good college baseball going on, but and maybe some, some surprising things. I mean, Vanderbilt's struggling mightily here lately. And, and Tennessee, has, they have a – Absolutely tremendous record. Aren't they thirty-one and one? Yeah, I mean it's something. It's some something crazy. one for sure. Yeah, it, it's and, a, and crazy. I think it's twelve and zero in the SEC, which has never been done before. Right. Um, and of course, you got to kind of, I guess, kind of root for them. I, I do. I, I root for all Tennessee teams, really, um, but middle in particularly. And I, I sure would like to see us um, be a real, you know, have a competitive edge in our division, and that would be wonderful. And it seems like right now we. We have that. The the, the team uh, since uh, 
Jim Toman has been on board. The pitching staff has gotten better uh, the last two, three years for sure. That's still the strength of the ball club, it appears. There's not a lot of lot of hitting going on, but enough to win seven games in the conference for sure. But uh, if you're going to be good someplace, that's the place to be, isn't it? Pitching? Absolutely. Yes. And uh, you need lots of it. <laughs> that's where you start, right And there. in this league, where, where Middle Tennessee is, uh, now I say in this league, that's not at all true. There will be one or two Conference USA teams, Jeff, that will get at large bids. This, this is a very good ba- baseball league. But I think in Middle's case, they'll need to win the conference tournament to get there. And if you win the conference tournament, that means you've got to play, what, four or five games? Which means that's a lot of pitching to take place, especially if you get an extra inning game going there, because they don't play that game of putting the guy on second base, I don't think. So um, going into a tournament that you got to win like that, uh, which will be, what, three weeks or, or so away, uh, you better have lots of arms. That is correct. And and there there are just about every level of baseball. Uh, the, uh, you can't always say this, but generally speaking, the team with the best pitching staff and that I'm including, including long relief and particularly a closer, that's going to be the team that's going to be very tough to beat. In Major League Baseball, by the way, and you're right about that for sure, but now that we've got this one-game play-in from the wild cards, you also need one guy that can win one game for you. You know, great staff is wonderful if you're a 7, a 7, a 7, a 7 out of 10, and 7 – that's a, that's a good staff, but you need somebody's got to be a nine or a ten to win that one game, almost, don't they? Oh yes, and there's 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 little question about that. And I know in the major leagues, a lot of times if you can get a guy, and then there there've been a lot of them, of course. Uh, Sandy Koufax comes to mind, but uh, there are many many others. And you go in there, and if they've got their pitching staff worked out, and that number one guy who uh, is probably wins 80% of his games that he, he has a decision in, you lose to that guy, it sets a tone for the Bob rest Gibson. of the series. Yeah, there, there are a lot Louis of those Louis Tiant. Uh, yeah, that's right. Steve he, Carlton. Yes. Guy, and and not, I'm not only talking about good arms here. We're talking about people who have a bulldog about them. You know, you don't want to face them not only because they pitch well, but you know they're going to come at you tough. Drysdale always felt like that um, when teams came in the Los Angeles and Koufax pitched the first game, which he, which he usually did, particularly if it was on a weekend, he would pitch that first game. And then, and of course, he would, you know, he would be, he would be Koufax. And, and, and the next day, Drysdale pitched. And he, he really felt like the Koufax, shutting him out maybe the day before, sure. really helped him the sure. next day. And I would guess it would. I guess so. Jeff, I don't know the young lady's name, but uh, I saw it on the news over the weekend. The first female coach and organized uh, Major League Baseball organization as manager wins her, wins her first game. First female to win a game in, ma- in Major League Baseball up and down. This is a single A ball in some places, wherever, but uh, how about that? Well, <laughs> the way the we turn over managers, she'll be hired. <laughs> so a couple of years, well, she'll be. Got a, <laughs> one win under, under her belt. Yeah. Well, I, truthfully, I did not realize we even had a, a female. I hadn't heard. Managing. Uh, it didn't make a lot of news, and, and I don't think the fact that she won a game is going to make a lot of news either until she moves up. But, Jeff, it's not unusual to look out now and see a football game, NFL level or the college level, to see a female on the on the field or the basketball court for sure in men's basketball. And, Jeff, you get right down to it. We're talking about judgment calls, having to hustle to get in place and so forth. There's no reason they can't do no, the job. No, none. Uh, and we, we also have uh, – 
uh, and I don't do not know how many, but we have women that are assistants in the NBA. Yes, and also the G League, and we have women assistants on football teams. And um, I I don't I don't have any problem with it at all. But you know, just get me the best person, but and you, let's go. But to you work. have to suspect that there's more than a few players out there that just just could not deal well with. A female being in charge. Maybe so. <laughs> it'll, it'll take a while for it to catch on. In my house, there's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned uh, uh, that first baseman, Freddie, uh, what's his name? Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Went to Dodgers. Were you upset about that? i bring this up and we'll take a break. Savannah Wheeler, do you know that name at all? Uh, uh, Savannah Wheeler. Well, no, I think you. I think you. You told me this the other day. Yeah, didn't you? the leading scorer at Marshall. Yeah. Well, the, the leading scorer in Conference USA yeah. is coming to middle. And I was reading on their chat room page. Uh, a good riddance from somebody that, you know, we gave her a chance to play. She does blah, 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 blah. Heck with her. Another guy comes on and, and says, wait a minute now. You can't fault somebody for And this, this was a compliment to Middle Tennessee. Fault someone who wants to go and do what Middle Tennessee did this year. Play in the NIT tournament, play in the NCAA tournament, win 20 games a year, year after year after year after year, year after year. She's going someplace where she's got a chance to win. And we're not doing that at Marshall because we're not putting any – this, that, and the other into it. Uh, it mentioned how many 500-plus wins they'd had, seasons they'd had in the last seven years and how many conference championships they'd had in some years. And he was just straight up and down. He said, until we get competitive with, with teams like Middle Tennessee, right. we're going to lose players like this, especially now. I, I think – I don't know anything about this young lady except what I read in the paper uh, and, uh, and online. But she seems like to me she's going to be a great addition. Uh, and at a spot where we where we certainly need help there for next year, um, so uh, you know, and we'll, we'll find out what she can do. You got to wonder if if she had gone to the University of Kentucky or, or University of West Virginia, I guess, since Huntington, West Virginia, is where Marshall is, or something like that. If it had been the same angst as opposed to going to what looked like a lateral move, right? Right. Within conference to do something like that. Uh, I'm not sure it been fits the same way. Freddie Freeman, there's a, more than a few people say the heck with him. If he didn't want the, what, $40 million a year that the Braves were offering to him and, and all this kind of stuff, he got to go to the Dodgers, let him go. And there's others that uh, are still going to be Freddie fans, don't you imagine? Oh, I imagine so, and going to root for him. Um, and I, I think when he comes back to Atlanta, he'll probably get a standing ovation his first time up after that. It's, not so much. In his ear. Stick it in his ear, yeah, right? That's exactly right. I noticed that uh, Aaron Judge of the Yankees turned down millions more than that, uh, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. He's already with the Yankees. I mean, you know, I, and he's got great people around him, I, but he turned it all down to wait one more year to get the free agency, so we'll, we'll see what happens. You use the M word. I did? You did. What, what, Millions. Oh, well, that's right. When we come back after Chip Walters, <laughs> we're going to talk more about the M word. This is All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. <laughs> Run! Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Traffic's still busy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County. Normal stopping of delays. 231 right over the interstate. A lot of traffic, of course, on 231 headed back towards Shelbyville. If you're injured in an accident, you need Tillman W. Payne, attorney at law. Check him out online at TillmanWPainLaw.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It was another good weekend for Blue Raider baseball, and for the first time since the season's opening weekend, Middle Tennessee baseball is at 500 after a doubleheader sweep against Marshall on Sunday afternoon. Middle now 15 and 15 overall, seven and five in Conference USA. In Game One yesterday, the Blue Raiders beat Marshall three to one. One game after hitting his first Blue Raider home run, Luke Vinson blasted another over the fence and added an RBI single to push the Blue Raiders to that two-run lead. In the nightcap, Middle Tennessee shook off a bumpy start in Game 2 of the doubleheader to win the rubber match 5-2. to two. And after Marshall hit two home runs in the bottom of the first, Brett Coker had a leadoff single. Briggs Rudder was hit by a pitch, and Bryson Thomas reached on the fielder's choice. All three came around to score in a three-run top of the second, and Middle wins it by a score of 5-2. to two. Looking at the standings now in Conference USA, Southern Miss still leads the way at 10-2. and two. Louisiana Tech now 9-3, and three, but Middle Tennessee in a four-way tie for third. The Blue Raiders, along with UAB, UTSA, and FAU, are all at 7-5, and and the Blue Raiders have the uh, tiebreaker over UAB right now. Old Dominion is a game back of that group at 6-6. Charlotte, 4-8. Marshall, 4-8. Western, 4-8. FIU, 4-8. And Rice, 
believe it or not, Rice trails the pack with a record of three and nine in conference play. Looking at Old Dominion, they came in, they left Middle Tennessee with a record of 16 and, and one. They're now 16 and eight overall. All right, staying on the diamond, Middle Tennessee softball fell in their series finale against FIU, 6-2 to two on Sunday in Miami. The Blue Raiders are now 17-23 overall. They've played 40 games already, FIU 17-21. The Blue Raiders are 4-8 in the league, and while FIU is 3-9. Looking at the standings in the east, Western Kentucky leads the way, 11-4, Marshall Eight and four, Florida Atlantic nine and six, Charlotte five and ten, Blue Raiders a game and a half back at four and eight, while FIU trails the field at three and nine. Out west, North Texas leads the way at twelve and three, followed by UAB, Louisiana Tech, UTSA, Southern Miss, and UTEP is at two and ten. Men's golf. The Blue Raider men's golf team made one last appearance for the regular season this week, heading to Mississippi State's Mossy Oak Collegiate Championship at the Mossy Oak Golf Club in West Point, Mississippi. The tournament will be uh, coming up this weekend on the 11th and 12th, leading into the Easter weekend. The uh, course, 7,200-plus yards, and the Blue Raiders will uh, are looking to uh, uh, wrap things up there tomorrow. All right, cross country and track and field. The Blue Raider women's and men's track and field teams wrapped up their final day of competition at the Tennessee Relays on Saturday. It was uh, highlighted by Abigail Quarting, who took first place in the women's triple jump. She set a new personal record of 12.79 meters, which is good enough for the second best mark in conference heading into this weekend. The relay teams competed throughout the day with all finishing in sixth place, except for the women's distance medley, which finished in fifth. Up next, both teams will be heading back to Auburn for the second time in the uh, this outdoor season for the War Eagle Invitational April 15th and April 16th. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Yeah, if we're going on.
Jeff, we go on faith that, that these microphones are not on during the, the, the break. I know break. we do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I talked about the M word. The millions? Millions. How does you and I keep touch with NBA at, not at all? We're both basketball fans, but why is that? And why is it that they still can pay millions and millions to, of dollars to players about a game that true basketball fans like you and I don't pay attention to? <laughs> well, we're not in the major centers where these teams are located, first of all. Well, I'm not in the major center when the Cincinnati Reds and Atlanta Braves oh, play either. Well, that's true, but <laughs> baseball is America's game. Also, you grew up with it. So okay, you know, Titans, I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just. There is very little. Gosh, maybe none NBA watchers around here. Maybe kids, maybe watch it some. I, I, I do not know. I never get a question on it. Nobody ever asks me anything about but it. But you know, lots of people have to be watching it and paying the money to to get in those arenas because the arenas are, but, full enough to pay these guys. A bazillion dollars. Well, that's of course where the money comes from is the contracts and the advertising. TVs and sure. Uh, I, uh, it's it's been not my entire lifetime, but but for the last couple of decades, it's been extremely popular. Um, but a lot of people will follow one or two players. You know, uh, Michael Jordan, of course, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, uh, Will Chamberlain, Jabbar. LeBron James today, and there are others that they they follow those people very closely, um, and we'll watch the highlights and so forth. But no, I I really don't understand the the, the lack of um, of interest in it at a lot of places. Yes, I I, I pondered that today. That uh, there's a very very few names that you mentioned. Some John Morant, who's at Memphis, uh, is one of those guys played at Murray State. Uh, superstar in the league, uh, but uh, the Grizzlies make no blip on the radar 200 miles away in Nashville, right? No, they surely don't. And you think the Titans do blip the radar some in Memphis, though, wouldn't you think? They do what now? The, the Titans would blip the radar some in Memphis, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, but I don't know. The nation seems to look at football a little bit differently than they do. NBA basketball, it just, just, they're just not a, it's just not there. In, in many games as they play, the fans that are fans must be very rabid fans, wouldn't you think? Yes, must be, and, and poor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if they're going to games, they are, <laughs> or, or rich, whichever you want. To, okay. Put it. <laughs> well, they, there have been some attempts, you know, in Nashville to, to have a uh, developmental league down there. Um, and at least two attempts that I can remember, and I, th- I don't think they lasted but a year or so and went broke quickly. Nobody would go see the what it really amounted to a minor league basketball I, league. I didn't mean to bring this up, but I wouldn't have thought about it until you said that. But are you aware that the USFL are play, playing again this spring? Uh, I think they begin in April. I, yes, I was. I'm aware of it. Birmingham but that's has it. a team because they play on the first game. I think there's six or eight teams. Any chance? Any chance at all that thing's got a chance to succeed? I wouldn't think so. I, I, I don't know, but I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so either. And you're and you're looking at a team like in Nashville. Um, the the Nashville Sounds 
set the record last year for fans in yes. minor league baseball. Yeah. So it's not that the fans don't care necessarily or do care. It's got nothing to do with that. Evidently, it's the, the sport. They'll go see baseball. They will not go see uh, basketball. It, it is the sport, Jeff, for sure. It's a, it, for many folks, it's a relaxing way to go spend an evening. And you can't tell me that the sounds the people who go eight thousand, nine thousand a game on average really care that much whether the sounds win or lose. I just don't. I don't think they do. But I do think they enjoy the ball game. I think they do too. Yes, and they will occasionally go if a certain player is there, that sort of thing. But most of the time, that appears to have nothing to and do. And I with can it. say from firsthand experience, we people flock to spring training games. In ballparks with five, six, seven, eight thousand, and generally full or right at full all the time, to watch players that nobody knows who they are, for the most part, rarely will you find uh, more than a, one or two players that you recognize as starters playing. But yet uh, people go, and it's it just because the game, the, the game of baseball, is not the teams; it's the game of baseball. Well, we're off to a, an interesting start, I think, in the in the major leagues, and most people appear to be very delighted that baseball is back and be something to watch. Are you surprised that the first Sunday night game was the Yankees and the Red Sox? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my wife and I were discussing this, and and I, I, we were talking about rivalries, really, and because the guy on the TV had said that this was that was sports number one rivalry. And she said, "Is that? do you agree with that? And I said, yes, I do. I said, I think there are a lot of rivalries in, in basketball, football, baseball, uh, and teams that don't like each other. I said, but it doesn't appear to last a long time sometimes. Other times it's just not as intense as Boston and New York. See if it's my answer not. to this is, is accurate. They put the Yankees and Red Sox on – because of the same thing we talked about in the first part of the show with Tiger Woods and the Masters. It draws people. Yes. Even people that don't care anything about the Red Sox or the Yankees, we're more likely to watch that than we are to watch the Rangers and the Astros play or to watch the Angels and the Mets play. Right. Red Sox and Yankees will draw not only their fans, but people like me, more likely to watch that game for – I didn't watch it long, but I I promise you if it was the White Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays, I wouldn't watch it at all. Right. I, I, and you and you're correct. I, you and I could sit here and we could name baseball rivalries. I, real honest to goodness, rivalries. There's probably six or seven of them in the major leagues. Maybe maybe one or two more than that. But I don't I don't believe that anything is as intense as the Red Sox Yankees. Not even close. Even the Cubs Cardinals, for instance. Yes. Some, something like that, which is good rivalry, or the Packers and the Bears. You know, of course, another thing, as I told my wife, she thinks I know stuff, and I don't, but I've fooled her so far, <laughs> and, and that is that they don't play, play these teams every year unless they're in the same division. Sure. And so with the Red Sox-Yankees, you got plenty of chances to, <laughs> to get mad. I think they play each other 22 times. I mean, it's I a think, bunch. I think that's what you do in it, within your own division. Right. You play the team 22 times a year. Right. Now, that's a lot of baseball, Jeff. To, to, to say that the first game of the season matters that much, but uh, apparently it did. All right, we got one more break, and we're going to take that right now. When we come back, I, I want to pose this question to you, and you think about it. Let's just talk about the state of Middle Tennessee State Athletics today, right now. We'll be right back.
Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. Traffic's still busy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County. Normal stopping up delays. 231 right over the interstate. A lot of traffic, of course, on 231 headed back towards Shelbyville. If you're injured in an accident, you need Tillman W. Payne, attorney at law. Check him out online at TillmanWPayneLaw.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Offices across the state of Tennessee is offices, main offices here in the state of Tennessee as well. Great folks at First First Bank, one of our fine sponsors. Jeff, I ask you the just a broad, very general question. 2022, uh, we're seeing uh, college athletics take just as dramatic a change as it's taken in the last forever. The, the portal. They're being able to play players now in ways that you couldn't do it before. Uh, State of Middle Tennessee Athletics, in in a sentence or two, or a broad statement. Oh, a sentence or, or, or two. Or, 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 or take it all the time you want. <laughs> I feel almost certain that – with almost no exceptions at all. Unless you're one of the big boys, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Georgia, that kind of stuff. Unless you're one of those schools in the major conferences, you're in trouble all the time. And I, and, and Middle is not one of the big boys. And I think they have got problems. And I think a lot of the Austin Peas, the Tennessee Techs, the, these people, particularly with if they have football, um, I, I think it's a it's a constant problem. It has been for a while, for sure. Uh, uh, you're talking about football. Uh, isn't that hadn't that been the case though for a good long time? When's yes. the last time that that a Middle Tennessee or a Western Kentucky or Louisiana Tech or Florida International could compete with, quote, the big boys, it's certainly in football and basketball uh, to some degree a little better than that. But uh, I hear the gap will get wider, and I think that's probably true. But middle one going to play, play at the University of Tennessee's or Kentucky's level ever, you think? Probably not. No. no. Well, certainly not now. And, and uh, 
Aren't we still competing with the same people? Just and we're all in the same boat. The Western Kentuckys of the world, the North Texas states of the world, the uh, Jacksonville states of the world. Aren't we all still facing the same battle for the same, probably the same players? Yes, because Alabama's still going to get the players that they got, just in a different way, and with very limited dollars to 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 fight back on, um, with recruiting budgets and. Uh, and everything that you have to pay for now, middle has done something and is in the process of doing something with their facilities and emphasis on various athletic teams and, and things that are going on in the athletic department where they're going to put in millions of dollars into this. Vanderbilt is doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be very tough, but possible that that's going will result in considerable improvement i think i certainly hope so well um we, we shall see i know that there's a kind of a black veil across schools like middle because of what you just mentioned there but as, i'm just trying to make the case that we're still competing we still have to compete with the same teams that we were really competing with before alabama and tennessee were were not SEC and, and Conference USA are not anywhere close to the same kind of a deal. Uh, so, just having to deal with uh, uh, a wider gap. There's no question. Uh, Tennessee, for example, I think I'm right. It's a little over $5,000 that, that SEC is allowed to give as academic incentives for athletes of and beyond their scholarship. Tennessee has voted to do that with their – Walk-ons, which is, which means in football, a kid could walk on at Tennessee and make six thousand dollars a year. Now he still got to pay a scholarship. I mean tuition, and so forth, but you can do that as opposed to coming to the Middle Tennessee and playing football on on scholarship. Don't you think that's going to cost Middle some some football players? Very likely, yes. And, and Tennessee's going to not have eighty-five scholarship athletes, but going to have a few more than that, right? In in, in some way. Um. A lot of schools have, well, I don't know exactly how you would put it, but you, you've got some reserves of <laughs> players that if this one doesn't work out, then we're going to go get that. Guy. Sure. Um, uh, it's, it's just hard for the, the, the smaller schools and, and smaller conferences, conferences without the emphasis um, on various sports to compete at, at a consistent level, like at a high level. Instead, they're left to compete with their own conference. And, the, and, it, and it's tough. And, you know, you and I, we, we've heard a lot, of, a lot of conversation in recent years about Middle Tennessee's schedule, you know, the people that we were playing. And uh, nobody here can, could find Louisiana Tech with a map. They, they don't know where it is. I don't know where it is, as a matter of fact. Uh, but everybody knew, and I'm not saying we should go back to this. As a matter of fact, we – if we were going to play football and, 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 and emphasize and improve ourselves, we did the right thing 20-some-odd years ago. Um, but I hear people, surely you do too, so how come we don't play Tennessee Tech anymore? You know? Sure. Why, why is TSU not on our schedule? Um, uh, what happened to Austin P? You know, that, that sort of thing. The only people that I, I, we play that we know, Western Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Might know one or two others, maybe, maybe, and uh, but 
But you look at it now, particularly this week, it becomes kind of a pertinent question. Tennessee State University is not on our schedule opening game in 23 because they're playing Notre Dame. <laughs> I no, mean, but Middle's been on the Alabama schedule. That's – that's, <laughs> okay, I think you missed my point. But, okay, that, all right, I, I, I grant you that. Oh, well, we've played a lot of schools. Sure. You know, in Nebraska and, and Georgia. Did we go to Georgia? And, uh, oh, sure, I, twice. I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, it's never a good result, but we've been there. Well, another part of this, and we've got to get caller yep. to get to, is the portal itself. Right. Uh, and, again, I'm making the same case. UAB has the same problem that Middle Tennessee has. If you got good players, you got to recruit them back to your school every year as opposed to letting Kentucky or Tennessee or Vanderbilt take them away. Right. And I think that's kind of the point I'm making. We're, the, the schools that are in that boat are still in the boat. The schools in the upper boat are still in that upper boat. I do think the gap has gotten wider. And the portal, Jeff, got to be driving people crazy. You, did you see that LSU men's basketball – Lost every player off the team. Yeah, everybody. Every every kid on scholarship last year left on the portal at LSU men's basketball. I don't know what the reason for that was. Uh, now, I, I don't know what it was. But here's the good news for LSU. They can go to <laughs> yeah. a Western Kentucky, a Middle Tennessee, a Belmont, or whatever, and if they can pick off the best players off those teams, they'd be pretty good, wouldn't they? Yes, and that's exactly what they will do. I, I think they will, they will find – a number of players to be competitive next year. I we have a caller. Let's let's get to that right quick. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, Tim and Jeff, this is Don. I, I really think that the NCAA will end, and there'll be one one division or one one thing that just takes care of all the big boys. And then what they'll do is they'll loop, they'll put all the other schools like Middle and Austin Penn and all those in another big division, and then let them divide up into conferences. And then that's and then. We'd be going to the smaller bowls. They'll just have the sugar bowl and the other stuff. This cannot continue. I mean, middle and these other schools cannot pay or spend enough money to, to, to run with these guys. And I think until we change that, uh, I think we'll continue to have, have problems. But on the other hand, I think middle's making an effort now. I've been really impressed with the BRAA folks, what they're trying to do with this uh, improvement to the facilities. I think that's a positive thing. But even with all that, uh, I still think there'll be a separate uh, league, or not bigger than a league, but a whole whole countrywide of of teams that'll be playing like MTSU, Austin P, those type things, and they'll redraw the districts and and play that way. But I, I might be wrong. I've been wrong before, but uh, I, I really enjoy I enjoy y'all's show. So th- thanks for letting me listen. Sure thing, Don. I was going to ask you the question, Jeff. I'll ask you. There, there is some conversation that if the SEC chose to, they could just go ahead and pick up everybody they wanted and make that super conference themselves. They could get Clemson, they get Ohio State, they get Michigan, they get the they get the whole shooting match if they, if they want to do that. They're 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 almost that powerful now. But I think Don's right. I think the the NCAA as we know it, it's already changed a lot. At some point in time, it's going to change to the point that we the obvious is there. The Power five schools or whatever number of schools that, that can, get, can can be invited or get into that deal are going to be here, but I still contend those schools need the Middle Tennessees, the Louisiana Techs, the Western Kentuckys, the Toledos, the Bowling Greens, because they don't want to play each other 
12, 13 times a year. Vanderbilt does not want to play an all-Power 5 schedule, do you think? No, probably not. And I was going – And I don't I, think Tennessee does either, or Kentucky for that matter. I, I stayed away. I wasn't going to say anything about this, but since Don brought it up, uh, I'm not sure if he's right or wrong necessarily, but I do think he's right as far as this goes. I think in the next in the next few years, maybe fewer than five, there's going to be some absolutely major changes in the organization of of the NCAA, which is, as I assume you would agree with me here, they're not very well respected by their member organizations, mm-hmm. by their member schools, and uh, they're a hindrance. They're ridiculously slow with schedules, and I, I think, and I'm not sure why you why you really need the NCAA. But you do need an organization like the yeah, NCAA. I was going to say, it's going to be replaced with something else. People yeah. fuss about the TWSAA, for example. Here, well, you got to have some governing body. Right. So if you did away with TWSAA, it'd be something else. And it had to be done about the same way. The point I was trying to make is the gap between Middle Tennessee and the University of Tennessee in athletics has been a chasm for years and years and years. The chasm probably going to get wider. I, I think we're still left with the idea of competing with the schools that we have always been comp- competed with. UAB has the same problems that we have. North Texas has the same problem we have. Kentucky is where they're at. Going to be there. Tennessee's going to be there. So time will tell how that all works out. I think we have to focus ourselves to understand we we have to compete and be the best at the level we're in, and because we're not. We're not going to do what Cincinnati was able to do, uh, go from here to the Power Five. And, and I'm not sure they're going to hang on to that because Big 12, Jeff, is in, I think is in somewhat of trouble, even though they've signed some pretty good schools to come in. Houston and Cincinnati ain't Texas and Oklahoma. No, that's correct. And another way to look at this, I think, I think I can say this in one sentence, I had rather be in the situation that Middle Tennessee State University is in than to be in Vanderbilt's situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd a lot rather. Have a chance to be a big dog in the small pool as opposed to the right the, the small dog in the great big pool. Yeah, and for sure for sure in football, Vanderbilt's going to have a real tough it's time. But sad. But baseball, <laughs> basketball, everything else, they should be able to compete, don't you think? Yes. But in some cases, Jeff, that don't matter. If you don't compete in football, the rest of it don't matter, which, which is kind of a shame. Go blue. Let, <laughs> it, all right. It's 6 o'clock. We better it get is. out of here. We got to go. Bra- right. Braves Washington coming up. What, at 6.05? That's, that's the pregame. Pregame, all right. Thanks for listening. Monty Hale in tomorrow. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.